Welcome to the Opinions on Pickens podcast, the sports show where there are no fouls or flags, only baskets and touchdowns. Here's your host, Alyssa Butterson. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Opinions on Pickens. I'm your host, Alyssa Butterson. Very happy to be joined by the one and only Coach G. Coach, thanks so much for being here with us today. Hello, hello, hello. It's your man, Coach G, in the place to be. How y'all feeling out there? OP family. You with AB. You with uh, Coach G. Let's go. It's been an exciting week, Coach. We've had NBA playoffs going on every single night. And then to put the cherry on top of it all, the Aaron Rodgers news was finally announced. Now, I won't say you said or told us, but I do believe in the previous episode, you said we would know by Friday. I think it came out on Monday. Is that right, Coach? (laughs) Well, you know. I don't like it too my own horn, but yeah, for sure. We knew we knew it was coming down to the pipeline. Um OTAs involuntary are getting ready to start. But I think this season, Aaron Rodgers, I think he's gonna be a part of the whole situation. He has to get to know those guys. Um Alan Lazard, that's his man's he I mean, he signed already. We already knew it was coming down the pipeline. And now it's, it's, it's coming to reality. So Coach G said it, but you guys already knew. Now, of course, Adam Schefter broke the news that Aaron right. Rodgers was being traded to the New York Jets on Monday. Now, here's the deal. Let's lay it out for you guys. The Jets are going to get the number 15 pick, Rodgers, and a 2023 fifth round pick. So what are the Packers going to get? They're going to get the number 13th pick, a 2023 second round pick, a sixth round pick, and a conditional 2024 second round pick that becomes a first if Rodgers plays 65% of his plays while he's with the Jets. Now, Coach, who won this deal overall? Okay, so quick question. And maybe I missed something. Like, how long was the deal? Is it just a three-year? Because, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know the conditionals of it. But they said conditional. Then I hear some people saying, well, what if he just plays one season and then leaves? That's going to leave the Jets. So, I, I mean, I haven't gotten a definite answer. He signed a three-year contract okay, okay, okay. for a little bit more than $150 million. Got it, got it, got He's it. He's owed a fully guaranteed $59.5 million of that. Ooh, okay. But come on, I mean, pretty good contract. <laughs> great contract. I mean, you're the great Aaron Rodgers, and you're playing with house money, I guess, or is the pressure's on? Because, okay, that Jets defense – they're pretty good. You got some pieces in there that you requested. The one thing I'm kind of mad about, I love OBJ. He said he came back to New York. Even if it wasn't with the Giants, why not the Jets? And I really think that could have been some, something special. But Lamar needs help too. I understand that. Moving on. It's, it's going to be a lot of pressure on Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you tell me, A.B., I mean, 
you the analyst, you do all this. Like, I'm just speaking from a man that's had pieces around him in the great Green Bay and in a division where it wasn't hard to win the division. But now you coming over, it's tough in the NFC East, AFC, excuse me. It's tough out there. And there's a lot of great quarterbacks in that division. I totally agree with you, Coach. First of all, I got to say, I think the Packers absolutely fleeced the Jets. I think they got a great deal out of this. They finessed them? I think they did. I think they got a great deal out of this. Also, let's not forget, don't, I'm not going to try to get off topic yet, but let's come back to Jordan Love after this. Let's stay on Aaron Rodgers, though, for right now. First of all, let me say this about Aaron Rodgers. I'm happy he finally made a move. For so long, the storyline has just been Aaron Rodgers complaining, Aaron Rodgers going on the Pat McCaffrey show, him yeah. saying this, or and then or, I need this on the team. They get it. Something doesn't happen. I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers isn't the best or one of the best. He totally is. But the excuses at some point at Green Bay either have to stop or he has to move on. It's off with theatrics. And he finally moved on. So even that, I think it's one of those things in life where you're just like, if I – retire will I regret that I never did it kind of thing even like Tom Brady like yeah this place has done Amy 18 years giving me the best memories but what if I can make that trade like Tom Brady and go get that ring somewhere else and or, I know, you know he's thinking that or you know all the great quarterbacks have done it and he had to realize yo the time has ran out like the great Peyton Manning Peyton Manning got here is it in uh in Indianapolis he realized, yo, let them boys move on to, to uh, Andrew Luck. He went to Denver, had an MVP season. Then ended up winning the Super Bowl. He had three great seasons over there. And that's why it's a three-year deal because everybody's comparing to – it's a numbers thing. You understand? So when you really break it down, yo, this might be a pressure year because that was the same thing they were saying when Peyton went over to Denver. It was a, oh, yeah, but it really took Peyton his last year to really get it. If I'm not mistaken, if, if my mind serves me correct, he threw for crazy touchdowns his first year. They got bounced out, but that third year with that defense, the defense got him, and he retired. So I, it might be the kind of same situation, maybe. I don't know. I'm just talking. I totally agree with you, Coach. I, I see what you're saying. I think the only question right now is, are things going to click for Aaron Rodgers and this team? And I hope they do, because on paper, this is one of those teams that on paper, you know, they look like they have great potential. Okay. And but that, are they going to click? And we're going to have to wait to see. And then that goes back to what I was saying, like Aaron Rodgers, he, he, he said he's going to be committed to doing some of the offseason trainings because, you know, the game, this game is, is a game of timing. And that's one thing when you know you've been working with a, a person for one, two, three years already, so you kind of know their speeds, or you kind of know how they're going to break out of the route, or you like y'all had that connection. Now you're going into a different city in a hostile, really, environment out there in the Meadowlands. And you, yeah, you got Lazard. That's your comfortable Billy. I got a lisp, y'all. Don't judge me. But you also have other pieces, and you got some young running backs in there that are thirsty. You got Garrett Wilson. He's hungry. He's happy that he has a real quarterback. Zach Wilson, 
We'll see you on the third string. You'll be a great practice player. You might get your career back. You're going to be a frat boy pussy. Be, be a respectful man. We're trying to command men. You understand? All right. Jets win the division. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. I got to give that one. Yeah. Let's switch the topic over for just a moment to Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. Now, is Jordan Love about to become the next Packers star QB? I mean, hopefully. Um, in the last 30 years, the Packers only had two quarterbacks. And Jordan Love could become the next one to run. <sighs> we got to see. Have we seen enough of a sample size we to really know? Okay, that, that's a good question. And we have not seen enough. Do you have all the faith in the world in him? I know he, 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 was, he, was, he was high coming out of college. And they stuck with him. I'm sure he is. He had. He's had to learn something. He's athletic. Trey Lance, you know what I'm saying? Them boys one and the same. So we're gonna see. This is gonna be a big year for football. It's gonna be a big year. Coach, football for us just has a soft spot in our heart, especially when we are in that you know middle ground where it's NBA playoffs and baseball, and we're waiting for this. You know, the beginning of college football to start. But I got to say again, these NBA playoffs have been really keeping us entertained in the time being, coach. The next part of this show, we are going to focus in on one series, though, y'all. One series. And that series is going to be the Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Miami Heat. You heard me right. The number one seed taking on the number eight seed. And I know everybody here has either seen or heard about Jimmy Buckets dropping 50-plus at home in front of D-Wade to bring Miami to an astounding 3-1 lead against the Milwaukee Bucks. Coach, don't say you saw it coming because you didn't. Who called it? I did. You. What were your words to me when we spoke on the last show? And this is something I hope you all, my fans, remember as well. When we were given our pickings picks, he said, now, A.B., I got to ask you, are you talking because you're just a fan and you favor this team, or do you really actually think that they have a chance? He said that. He did say that. And I said, Coach, when you got a team like this team that's come together and overcome so much, has been playing like they've been in the playoffs, and then you got a coach like Spolstra, and then you got that Miami Heat crowd and you're at home, it just does something for you. Coach, what has put Miami in this position they are right now? Well, what has put Miami in the position? They're playing good ball. I mean, really. They're rebounding. They're, they're, they're looking faster than the Bucks are. Giannis was out. We're going to leave that alone. Okay. Not in game four. Not in game four. Yeah. The momentum was for the Heat. In Miami. Uh, but Jimmy Butler. I mean, Jimmy Butler, this is playoff Jimmy. This is where you get your stripes. This is where you earn your dogness. And we know, like, he came to play. Um, by him, he came to play. Uh, 
My man's. I cannot think of his name. He he was banging. He was banging. Duncan Robinson. Are you talking about Bam out of bio? No, I already said his name already. It was it was. I can. Uh, I'm hot. I saw. I, 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 anywho, Victor. Ooh. So um, like these are all star guys. Caliber. Love these. These. I mean these. Love that might have been here. These, these are all star characters and on the brink of Hall of Fame numbers. And, you know, the Bucks, they're trying to find an answer. And their, their back is against the wall. And it's really going to be hard to beat the Heat three straight games. They, I mean, Spolstra, that fight that's, like, in him and the team, they're never out of it. And nobody saw this. I mean, nobody's seen this. Nobody. So, in game three, unfortunately, some injuries did happen, especially on the Heat. Game one, as we remember, we lost Miami Heat's star, Tyler Hero. And then in game three, Victor Oladipo suffered a knee injury, and he's out as well for the playoffs. So, that was a big blow for Miami. So, going into game four, there were a lot of questions. And game four for any team is such a pivotal game because whoever is up 2-1, again, you're up 3-1 or the series is is, is even 2-2. And that's such a big momentum swift, momentum change, as you would say, on the team that's going down. Again, no, even if you are the Bucks who are the number one seed and, you know, you have Giannis and everybody out there. And you're going home. I will say this. They're going home for games five and six. So that's, you know, a little bit of umph and extra something to play for. But I do think you're right. I think three games straight beating the Heat or beating anyone in general just in the playoffs, three games straight is just a hard thing to do in general. But I will say this. As of Tuesday, after the Miami Heat have gone up 3-1, I've looked at the Vegas stats and something's a little fishy to me because the Milwaukee Bucks are pretty still favored to win the NBA championship as of now, still down 3-1. And to win the series right now, and Miami's up 3-1, they're only minus 115. And that is just so Vegas putting me on my toes and weird. They're up 3-1. Very odd. I don't know. Is Vegas trying to tell us something? I don't know. But I really hope that the Miami Heat don't come in a situation where the Bucks are able to go home and bring this series to 3-3 and it comes to a do-or-die situation in Game 7. Coach, will this series go to seven games? I mean, judging by what we saw last night uh, on Monday, uh, I would love to say the Heat in six. And all coaches, they tell their players, take it a game at a time. A game at a time. We're not worried about trying to get three straight. All we're trying to do is get one at a time. So the, the same message is being relayed to the Heat's locker room. Spolstra is the best at it. His back has been against the wall a few times. With LeBron's legacy on the line, I hate to go off off track, but I got to say it. 
So Spolstra's tested. And I hate to say it, but game five is going to be very pivotal. You got to win game five, Miami. If you don't win game five, the Bucks will beat you two straight. Close the series out and just move on. Just move on. And it will be a hard game to play in Milwaukee, 100%. Especially, I can only imagine how amped. All I can say is, and trust me, I don't think Jimmy's going to come back-to-back 50-point games, but he's going to have to have another 35-point game, and this bench is going to have to continue doing what they've been doing. Yeah, but they're hobbling, and they're, they're going, they're seven, maybe eight deep in rotation. And you can tell by the end of the game when they're shooting their free throws that their legs are they're they're done. gone they're they're, they're, they're gone they're done, they're done from they're done. from under them. So again, I think this will come down to the wire. But once again, hoping this Miami Heat team pulls out and advances, just like the Seventy Sixers were able to do over the Brooklyn Nets. Now, as of right now, we the Hawks that. were able to actually win Game Five in Boston, and Boston still leads that series three to two, and. Unfortunately, the Nuggets took out the Timberwolves as well, so the Nuggets will be advancing. And then, going back, we got New York. We got the New York Knicks up 3-1 against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Let's go, Knicks, baby. I know Coach is very happy about that. Yeah. Coming up, we got the Lakers taking on the Grizzlies, and the Lakers are holding on strong 3-1 in that series, but I don't think John Morant wants to give it up that easily. Moving on, of course, you know, we have the Heat taking on the Bucks for Game 5. And as we just said, everything pretty much is on the line for Miami right now, even though in reality it's on the line for the Bucks. And then we have this really series that me and Coach have said has really pretty much been one our eye has been on from the beginning, and that would be the Warriors and the Kings. The Warriors were able to come back down 2-0 in this series to tie it up to 2-2. Coach, are the Warriors going to win this series? Oh. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. It was 1-1, right? It was the start of 1-1. No, it went 2-0. Really? And then the, the Golden State won back-to-back. Oh, man. But, you know, I'm dumb nation, baby. I'm dumb nation all day. But the Kings, they play very hard. I mean... Fox is a dog. Um, Sabonis, eh. um, the crazy thing, man. I love, I love uh, God. Oh man, I'm going blank. I'm sorry. I'm just got so many thoughts. But the Kings, fear the beam or whatever, they're good. And Harrison Barnes, who I'm thinking about. I mean, that shot he missed. Um, it was inches from going in, and this series could have been totally different. The series could have been three one if Harrison Barnes would hit that shot in closing seconds. It bounced out two two. I feel like the Warriors they have to get Game Five also. Like Game Five is pivotal to me. Get Game Five, you come. You, you, I mean, you gonna come on back to the crib? You close them out in six. But game five is pivotal. Coach, I totally agree with you. I think that the Warriors definitely have to show their dominance and take game five. As you said, though, 
It is hard to win three games in a row, and that's what my thinking is going into this game. I think the Kings are going to take every opportunity that they can to exploit the Warriors' weaknesses in this game. Well, yeah, they could. But I feel like the Warriors have it. They might have it figured out. Let me start with Draymond with this with game three suspension. And he he was he he said he was like yo, whatever they did going into game three when there was a blowout. Yeah, you're right. It was it was was too. When 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 it was not, it was a game they they moving fluently. He said I'm happy coming off the bench. And that speaks volumes. That's, and it, it does, but also he realizes again. That team flowed better without him. The coach did it for a reason. And then he came in and took that heat that he brings to that game for that, I don't want to say second string, for that, that second win to people to come in. And what did he do? He came in and made a difference and, and scored points in that game. And it puts everything off kilt. Because if you got somebody like, yeah, put him in that second team where he can be the facilitator for those younger guys. Because, I mean, the, the first five, they're running, they're running. But then when, you know, you might pull Steph out, you might pull Clay out, you might pull Draymond, you might do any switch. Either way, Stephen Kerr runs his rotation. I feel like it's always going to be better right now to put Draymond coming, starting that second rotation at the seven, eight minute mark in the first quarter. Like, put him out there and let him run. Let him give... You know, uh, a breather to Steph because he's playing out of his mind. Uh, Clay's going to be the one to watch because he's starting to heat up. He had a couple crucial shots in game three and four. So now he's feeling his stroke. I'm telling you, five, I really think the Warriors are going to blow out, blow them boys out game five. Coach, I do want to know what you think about New York and if they're going to be able to close this series out. Hey, New York in five, man. <laughs> Coach, <laughs> any last words about? for the people over here? Your friends, your fams. I'm telling you, I'm starting to feel, man, New York and Golden State as my number one team in New York, Knicks, and my number two team in Golden State. And some people say, yo, how you got one, two teams? Hey, I heard you like the Heat. I heard you like the Celtics. Yeah, all those teams hold a place in my heart. Not the Lakers. If y'all could see me rolling my eyes right now. Not the Lakers. This man has 20 different teams. Trash. But I think this is like LeBron's last run, so that's really all I got to say about that. He's going to have to really put it together. But what I don't want to see anymore, Kim, is I don't want to see Saint on the sidelines with Tristan Trashton's so, little jersey on. on the sidelines. I don't want to see that. Wait, so I, I saw part of that last night. I was like, hold on, man. What, where did Tristan Thompson come from? He, Chris Jenner done pulled some strings and got it. What do you think? Damn, LeBron, how you let this Tristan happen? Tristan was literally just reporting on ESPN a week ago, and then he gets called to come back to the Lakers. Well, I tell you that, he's up in LeBron, but I need a favor, big dog. I know y'all can use some, a practice player. And you know LeBron has always played with him. You know, I know y'all can use a little something, man. Boy, throw your boy a bone bit, dog. That's how it went now. That's how it throw went. Throw your boy a bone bit, dog. I think. I can help you get a championship. <laughs> and it's going to be scary because. I think he needed a reason to stay in L.A. Low-key, Lakers, <laughs> the Lakers are scary. I'm, I'm low-key. When they're able to be healthy, I agree with you. And when AD's not falling and hurting and out of a game every 10 seconds, I totally agree with you. Hey, did you hear about the Nuggets? 
Oh, everybody's hitting their nuggets. <laughs> that didn't go well. Did it? You're so corny. I know. I'm done. I'm Folks, until next time, keep winning. Peace. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at Opinions on Pickens. Please like and subscribe to us on YouTube and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep winning.